The blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. hosts adam and john space welcome to throwback trivia takedown a no holds bar trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory i'm your host john spees i'm your co-host adam spees and today we are continuing our round of 16 in our 2023 patron tournament in one corner Oh yeah, he's the tower of power, too sweet to be sour. He's too hot to handle and too cold to hold. It's Scotty, too hotty barber. Scotty, how you doing? That, uh, um, that was a, a neat mix of, it was like, it sounded like Randy Savage, <laughs> but there was a lot of like Dusty Rhodes uh, phrases in there. I don't know and who Dusty I know Rhodes you guys is. don't mm-hmm. watch wrestling at all, so it was sort of like this weird amalgam <laughs> for me. It was like... Uh, that was a that was a cough. Listen, oh. I googled Randy Savage quotes, and oh, that's well, what came uh, up. Yeah, I think uh, I think uh, they <laughs> may have the uh, mixed some of that with a little little uh, American Dream in there. But well, then this next part's not going to go any better. <laughs> in the other corner, he fears no man, no beast, or trivia question, brother. What you going to do when trivia mania runs wild on you? It's Pate the Hulk Hogan. Woo. Hey, how's it going, sir? It's it's good. It's back to being cold, so I'm bundled up like a 90-year-old woman over here. <laughs> well, normally I would ask you all uh, to talk about yourself, but my voice hurts, and honestly, I don't care. So we're going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks, let's learn how to play the game. Fair enough. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants, but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, before we get started, I, of course, want to know Scott and Paige just a little bit better. And since I did such wonderful wrestling statements uh, earlier i would like you to tell me who's your favorite tennis player <laughs> i mean i mean i'm gonna go old uh, andre agassi okay Agassi's a good pick um i'll have to just say uh just a little bit of recency bias i'll just have to say roger federer i mean uh the guy's uh done it all end all be all he's uh the grand champion for now until Djokovic. Uh, plays a few more years, so I'll just have to go with the uh, Fed as uh, the my favorite. Well, if uh, I think if any of you had said uh, Bjorn Borg, I would have automatically given it to you. Uh, not because I think he's an amazing tennis player; I just like saying his name. Okay. But given the two, I got to give it to the local Vegas boy, Andre Agassi. 
So, uh, Pate, you are going to get to pick first in round one. What category would you like? Movies. Good call. And we're going to start off in the 50s. The plot of what 1951 sci-fi thriller concerns the coming destruction of the Earth by a rogue star called Bellus and the desperate efforts to build a space arc to transport a group of men and women to Bellus's single planet, Zira. Power Man 5000 knows what it's like. Never even heard of this. Never a mention of this. Uh, uh, we'll just go Wally. <laughs> totally Wally from the 50s. is incorrect. Scott, can you steal? Can I get a repeat of the question, please? Sure. Thanks. The plot of what 1951 sci-fi thriller concerns the coming destruction of the Earth by a rogue star called Bellus and the desperate efforts to build a space arc to transport a group of men and women to Bellus's single planet, Zero. Power Man 5000 know what, knows what it's like. How do you spell Zero? Z-Y-R-A. Okay. I don't think any of that's going to help. Um, 1951. Don't think that's a plot of this, but I'll guess it anyway. Let's just go with War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds is also incorrect. Adam, you you know your uh, 50 sci-fi movies, right? No, but I know my music and my new metal music uh, and Power Man 5000's single song that he's known for uh, is When Worlds Collide. This is what it's like when worlds collide. Are you ready to go? Us are ready. It's a great song. Hmm. <laughs> when Worlds great- Collide was what I was looking for. All right, well, no points there, and we are over to Scott. What category would you like? Let's go with the, well, let's, uh, now that we got the Power Man 5000 library out of the way, uh, let's go with music. All right. You underestimate my devotion to new metal, sir. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, if, a, if another Power Man 5000 song comes up, just consider it a preliminary pass, then just right off the top. <laughs> well, I'm not sure if he was making music in the 80s. All right. What band includes the members Kim Nasal, Anton Korabi, Lorenzo Patterson, Eric White, Andre Young, and O'Shea Jackson? The 1988 debut album is still considered one of the best in the genre and helped the group earn their nickname as the, quote, world's most dangerous group. Have you repeat of the people again? Mm-hmm. Kim Nasal, Antoine Korabi, Lorenzo Patterson, Eric White, Andre Young, O'Shea Jackson. I think that's NWA. NWA is correct. Yeah. O'Shea Jackson was the uh, giveaway for me. That's Ice uh, mm-hmm. Ice Cube. All right. Point for Scott. And we are back over to Pate. Sir, what category would you like? TV. All right. Moving along. And we're up to the 90s. In the show Family Matters, who was Eddie Winslow's best friend? Who eventually went on to date Laura's best friend, Max? I'm sorry. Not who. Where? Can you repeat it one more time? Mm-hmm. In the show Family Matters, who was Eddie Winslow's best friend who eventually went on to date Laura's best friend, Max? I'm sorry, not who. Where? Oh, God, I can picture his face. Uh... Okay, his first name's Waldo. Waldo is correct. Good job. Oh, that, that clue finally kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back over to Mr. Too Hotty. What category would you like? Go sports. 
Sports. Sports. From from the 50s. What Pennsylvania Catholic University won the 1954 NCAA Men's Basketball Championship, beating Bradley 96-72? It probably helped that the number one ranked Kentucky Wildcats elected not to participate in the tournament due to an ineligibility issue. Hmm. Pennsylvania Catholic. Hmm. Six and two. I don't know. Um, let's go with. Uh, no, that's not. That's not right. Catholic. Problem is, I don't know where a lot of these schools are. Um, I'm just trying to go through some of the schools in my head, and I just can't. Uh, can't get there. Um, let's go with. Uh, I don't know where it is, but let's just go with St. Joe's. St. Joe's is incorrect. Pate, can you steal? Uh, I mean, the only Catholic university I know in Pennsylvania is Villanova. Villanova is also incorrect. Uh, this was LaSalle. LaSalle, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ne- needed an Eric uh, <laughs> you know, kind of clue in there for me. <laughs> He's, you know. Maybe it's sold Soul Glow for for God's sake. <laughs> uh, all right, back to Pate. What category would you like, sir? Literature. All right, I do not recognize your pronunciation, but I recognize you, <laughs> and it's going to be in the 80s. In 1986, Robert Fulgham made 16 observations about life, such as share everything, play fair, don't hit people, and put things back where you found them. In which book... Did he give this advice? How not to raise your kid to be an a-ho. <laughs> How not to raise your kid to be an a-ho is incorrect. Scott, can you steal? Uh, probably not. Um, I don't recognize the author or the categories at all. So um, let's just go with uh, chicken soup for the soul. Chicken soup for the soul is also incorrect. Uh, this was the book, All I Really Need to Know, I Learned in Kindergarten. All right. Well, how many points are how many points are John up to now? This is typical, typical for my games. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we are back to Scott. Left, we've got toys and games, news and politics, fashion, slang, and food. Let's go with news. And it's the two thousands. In two thousand and three, fossils of a new dwarf species of human, Homo florensiensis, flor florensiensis. Excuse me were discovered on the island of Flores, one of the lesser Sundra Islands, and part of what world's largest archipelagic country? So Greece. Greece is incorrect. Nate, can you steal? Uh, the Philippines. The Philippines is a much better answer than Greece, I will say, but unfortunately it is incorrect. Uh, the correct answer is Indonesia. Yeah. I always flip-flop in my head. It's like, is Philippines or Indonesia bigger? I, I, I can't remember. Okay, cool. Mm. All right, well, another point for me. <laughs> You're killing it. Hey, hey, I'm it, glad. That hey, every, every time. Winning. Every yeah. time. As soon as, hey. I, as soon as I heard John was hosting, I was like, well, that, that's it. If, if John's winning, <laughs> it means I'm still in the game. Mm, you're, going to, you're going to be in the game for a while. <laughs> All right, back to Pate, sir. What category would you like? Slang. All right. And you're going to be slinging that slang from the 2000s. This 2000s term can mean to either have a good time in general or be crazy drunk. Lit. Lit is incorrect. Scott, can you steal? 
I almost said Scott may you steal. That's stupid. Can I go repeat the question? Mm-hmm. This 2000s term can mean to either have a good time in general or be crazy drunk. Let's go with crunk. Crunk is correct. And by the way, Lit is a phenomenal band. Um, I yeah. Throw that I know me. them. I don't know <laughs> Power Man 5000, but I know Lit. <laughs> <laughs> I got two lit songs I can uh, go to uh, in my go. in my mind. Uh, I guess it's my turn now, right? Yes, um, sir. Mm-hmm. Let's go with uh, food. Alrighty, and we are staying in the two thousands. In the two thousands, the makers of Fruit Loops created what product that had a fruit flavored crunchy cereal texture with a lining of cream on the inside? Drink up. Drink up. Think up. Um, I was going to say breakfast bars, but um, I, let's let's go with breakfast bars. I don't see how it fits the hint, but let's go with that. Breakfast bars is incorrect. Pate, can you steal? Can you, can you read it one more time, please? Mm-hmm. In the 2000s, the makers of Fruit Loops created what product that had a fruit-flavored crunchy cereal texture with a lining of cream on the inside? Drink up. Lining of cream on the inside? It's like some sort of sandwich. Chug-a-lugs. Chug-a-lug is also incorrect. These were Fruit Loop straws. Oh, I do remember <laughs> okay. those things. I don't remember yeah. that at all. That's interesting. Yeah, I remember seeing those. All right. Well, we've got uh, fashion. Uh, no, no, no. no. Well, we got up. toys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going all the way back to the 50s. This plastic sphere, invented in 1950 by Albert Carter and Abe Bookman, includes a clairvoyant polyhedron suspended in alcohol. One more time. This plastic sphere, invented in 1950 by Albert Carter and Abe Bookman, includes a clairvoyant polyhedron suspended in alcohol. Sphere? Whoa. What is how to make meth at home? (laughs) <laughs> well, this is Jeopardy, so you don't have to ask me. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but that is incorrect. Scott, can you steal? Maybe. Let me see if I can reach up here and oh. get the one that I happen to have off of the uh, desk here. See what it says. Can I answer this? Uh, see if it comes up. Ask again later. Uh, yeah, ask again <laughs> later. Well, okay, fine. Magic 8-Ball, maybe? Magic 8-Ball is correct. All right. All right. Scott got the steal, and he is left with fashion. Adam, what is his uh, decade going to be? Left with fashion, indeed. <laughs> Excitedly so. Man, we really like the 50s. It's the 50s. All right. <laughs> what slim-fitting skirt with a straight, narrow cut, usually hemmed just below the knee, was popular with rockabilly teen girls in the 1950s? Probably popular with writers, too. Rockabilly teen girls, popular writers. Hmm writers um let's just go with an a-line dress a-line dress is incorrect yeah pate can you steal outline dress outline dress is also incorrect adam you know your skirts don't you i <laughs> you know you set me up john but i, I this is a friend <laughs> family friendly podcast where i'm not gonna say anything where i really wanted to right there uh, but no, but probably my research in this podcast uh, led me to this knowledge. I believe this is the pencil skirt. Oh, pencil, pencil skirt. skirt makes perfect is sense. Is what I was looking yep. for. Yep. All right, that is the end of round one. Adam, what is our score? 
Well, uh, Pate is behind right now with 10. Scotty does have him tripled up currently with 30, but John, you are the one by far in the lead in the first half uh, where you've taken 60 points just for yourself. I, I guess I'm selfish like that, Adam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Pate got to pick first in round one. So, Scotty, you're going to pick for Pate to start off round two. What category would you like to give him? Well, let's uh, stick with fashion then, I guess. I think Pate seems to like that. So let's, uh, to let's the go. the shock with that. and awe of no one. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the 90s. We have a question from Jeremy Goodson. Oh, Jeremy. Jeremy. Ooh. Glad you're getting this out before we get to his round again. What footwear, fully ingrained into the goth, grunge, and punk culture in the 90s, were originally invented by a man named Klaus after he injured his foot while hiking in the Alps in 1945? The best part? They're podiatrist podiatrist approved. Doc Martens. Doc Martens is correct. Good job. Even when you get a question right, you don't sound happy with yourself, (laughs) Pate. Come on. Where's the fun? This is the tourney. Oh, the fun is in the fun answers. <laughs> because I got to say meth on your podcast. <laughs> you did. All right, Pete, what do you uh, want to give to Scott? Sports. Sports. Okay. Sports, and it's our first 70s question. In 1977, UGA's Vince Dooley's only losing season, 5-6, to six, was the result of an epidemic of injuries, especially at quarterback and a school record number of fumbles. Scott? What does UGA stand for? I'm hoping it stands for the University of Georgia. The University of Georgia is incorrect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pate, can you steal? Uh, uh, UGA. Let's go the University of Georgia at Athens. The University of Georgia at Athens is correct. Oh, really? Woo. Yep. In Athens is in the... That is my favorite question to ask anyone about wow. UGA because most people just think the GA stands for Georgia. That's but what I thought. That yeah. stands for, or the A stands Well, that's for what I would have. I mean, had I had that question yeah. first, that's what I would have said. All right, Pate, you got the steal. Now, uh, Scott, you got to give him another category. What are you gonna uh, give let's him? go with uh, news. Okay. And the news is the 50s. <laughs> we just keep <laughs> rolling it back. Oh. On September 29, 1956, President Anastasio Somoza Garcia was shot to death in what city, Nicaragua's second largest? It shares its name with France's second largest city, though spelled slightly differently. What was the year again? 1956. Oh, what's France's second biggest city? Because that's the only way I'd ever get it, and I only know one city in France. It's where the naked women dance. You gotta say meth and naked women on our podcast. I know. <laughs> I'm trying hard. <laughs> if I get slaughtered, at least gonna be funny. It's no slaughter. I know. Yeah. Uh, I've got not a clue. Normandy. Normandy is incorrect. Scott, can you steal? Can I get a repeat? On September 29th, 1956, President Anastasio Samosa Garcia was shot to death in what city? Nicaragua's second largest. It shares its name with France's second largest city, though spelled slightly differently. No. Hmm. I'm thinking. I'm. I'm like paid. I'm trying to think of any large cities in France other than Paris. Uh, let's go with Nice. 
Nice is incorrect. Correct answer is Leon. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Leon. But you did miss Sorry, your chance to say, but the men don't care because they don't wear underwear, <laughs> Scotty. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh. All right, Adam, where are we? Uh, I believe that uh, Pate is picking for Scott. That's where we're at. Correct. Sounds right. He can have literature. Oh, okay. hey, hey, the second time. <laughs> right. It's going to be said twice. If I pick it twice, I'll say it each way. Hey, one for each person. I guess. Otherwise, I'm going to placate to the host. <laughs> I, you know what? You're smart. See, you're smarter than you think, or that you, at least how you say. Uh, and we have our first 60s question. What lovely novel by Madeline L'Angle is the story of a young girl's struggle with the burden of leadership as she journeys through space? Journeys through space? Mm-hmm. Lovely. Can you read that one more time? Mm-hmm. What lovely novel by Madeline L'Angle is the story of a young girl's struggle with the burden of leadership as she journeys through space? Um, uh, let's go with... Hope hope they uh, base the movie off of a book and call it Barbarella. Barbarella is incorrect. Pate, can you steal? Uh, the magic school bus goes to space, so I'll just say the magic school bus. And this frizzle is pretty bus. darn lovely. <laughs> <laughs> is incorrect. Adam, nothing? Um, I didn't know I was supposed to know this one. <laughs> I've got no clue. All um, right. Well, I uh, I'm disappointed we don't have any more Ted Lasso fans. In here, because I literally stole the question straight from the show. Uh, it is a wrinkle in time. Oh, I mean, I like the show. I just I like the show. I like the show a yeah. lot, but I don't know that. I don't even remember it from Ted Lasso. All right. Well, then huh. I guess you weren't as big a fan as I thought. Or, or it's more obscure than you thought. But um, come see, come see. All right. <laughs> now, Scott, I believe you're picking for Pate. Oh, does it matter at this point? Uh, let's say slang. <laughs> I mean, yes, it does. <laughs> does don't belittle my podcast <laughs> <laughs> all right guys we are staying in the 60s all right you said slang right yes okay. or whatever you choose what 60s slang means a tattletale and sounds a lot like a simpsons character laven can you repeat it one more time what 60s slang means a tattletale and sounds a lot like a simpsons character laven uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, <laughs> that price not good for an audio podcast. Uh, I mean, there's a bunch of ums. You're a tell in the 60s. You were a, a fink. Fink is correct. Good job. I also would have accepted Frank, which was the <clears throat> official name of the character. Both of them were acceptable. All right. All right. Uh, Pate left. We've got food, toys and games, movies, mm-hmm. music. What am I missing? TV. 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 And TV. He can have food. All right. Food. Food is good, but not when it's as old <clears throat> as the 50s. <laughs> Seriously, man. How can uh, you I'm be sorry. rolling consistent 50s? Uh, I, oh, I think we should just talking to Pate before this that I needed to have a camera on this to show that I'm not cheating. <laughs> uh, okay, look, Scotty, I'm going to tell you the truth. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I done paid him off. Oh, I, yeah. You know what? And we have switched the dice out to where only yeah. every four rolls does the full dice get rolled. I like it. I like it. Smart move. Yep. I'd, I'd uh, suggest uh, investing your money elsewise. But uh... Hey, let everyone know I, I can be bought. Absolutely. Mm. No price is too low for me. 
right. I don't uh, even know what we're doing anymore. Uh, it's uh, 50s food for 50s food. food for me to start. All right. In 1954, General Mills introduced the Red Spoon logo for what brand? Placing it on gold flour, gold metal flour, Bisquick, and cake mix packages. Let's go with um, Pillsbury. I don't know. Pillsbury is incorrect. Pate, can you steal? Can I get a reread before I say what mm-hmm. I'm going to say? In 1954, General Mills introduced the Red Spoon logo for what brand? Placing okay, it you on can stop. gold metal. No, oh, okay, but I'm not going to. It's my damn show. <laughs> gold metal flour, Bisquick, and cake mix packages. Ooh. Duncan Hines. Duncan Hines is incorrect. Ooh. Adam. I, I could have sworn the red spoon was Betty Crocker. It is Betty Crocker. It is Crocker. Betty Crocker. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Scott, you're picking for bait? Toys. Toys and games. And it's the 70s. Name this strategy game where two to four players try to keep their marbles from falling through holes in the game board while trying to make their opponent's marbles fall through. It was originally published by Milton Bradley in 1971 and marketed in television and print as the, quote, ultimate survival game, end quote. One more time. Name this strategy game where two to four players try to keep their marbles from falling through holes in the game board while trying to make their opponent's marbles fall through. It was originally published by Milton Bradley in 1971 and marketed in television and print as, quote, the ultimate survival game, end quote. I'm pretty sure you have these levers on the side that you pull. Um... Completely wrong, just I'm saying don't break the ice so I don't give him a clue. Don't break the ice is incorrect. Scott, can you steal? No, I, I remember the the slides and the levers too, but I can't remember the name of the game. Um, we'll just say leverage. I don't know. Leverage, I don't know, is also incorrect. This was called Stay Alive. Yeah, it's still not ringing okay. a bell. Hmm. Okay. All right, Pate, we've got <clears throat> movies, music, TV. That's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. it. Yep. He can have music. All right. Okay. I'm waiting for the 50s. It's the 2000s. <laughs> oh, wow. In their 100 best songs of the 2000s list, the Rolling Stone, Rolling Stone magazine named the song Maps by what American indie rock band as number seven? What was the name of the song again? Maps. That's a, the, the maps I know is a Maroon 5 song, so I'll go with Maroon 5. Maroon 5 is incorrect. Pate, can you steal? Can you reread it one more time? In their 100 best songs of the 2000s list, Rolling Stone named the song Maps by what American indie rock band as number seven? Not a clue. Uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobis. <laughs> The Obi-Wan Kenobis is incorrect. Uh, this was the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. Hmm. Another point for me. And which one is it, Scott? Uh, movies or TV? Movies. Okay. Movies for Pate. And it's not the 50s. You're lucky. I already had the it's, 50s. I know. It's the, it's 60s, the 60s this time. <laughs> and we have a question by Jamie Toon. What actor along with Eli Wallach and Lee Van Cleef, rounds out the titular titular trio of a 1966 film that Quentin Tarantino called, quote, the best directed movie of all time. 
One more time. What actor, along with Eli Wallach and Lee Van Cleef, rounds out the titular trio of a 1966 film that Quentin Tarantino called, quote, the best directed movie of all time? Adam West. Adam West is incorrect. Scott, can you steal? Is that the good, the bad, and the ugly? Is that your answer? Yes. The good, the bad, and the ugly <laughs> is incorrect. Because it's Clint Eastwood. Because the answer Eastwood. is Clint Eastwood. Because the question first started with what actor? Oh, what actor? I thought you were asking for the titular trio. Okay. Brains are I, not braining today. Well, yeah, <laughs> I guess not. All right. All right. Scott gets TV. Adam, what's his uh, decade going to be? He, he does, and it's the 80s. Bosco Albert was the actual first name of what 80s character portrayed by Lawrence Turow? That's uh, no, no, reread the question so I don't misunderstand it this time. <laughs> Dear Lord. Okay. Bosco Albert yes. was the actual first name of what 80s character yes. portrayed by Lawrence Turow? That's B.A. Baracus. B.A. Baracus is correct. Yes. <laughs> I'm off the schneid, my first hit for the back half. Holy cow. All right. That is the end of round two, Adam. What is the score going into the final? This has been brutal. Next Um, next time, John Host, just forfeit me if I'm ever on again. (laughs) My God. But, hey, we have have us an exciting match because I have it as a tie. 40 Uh, to 40. Now, granted, there have been 12 unanswered questions <laughs> like that might might be one of our highest but uh, i'm excited this is really fun because now that we have uh, a tie going in it really could go either way yeah. all right well since we are tied adam would you give me a roll to determine who is going to get to pick first in the final round sure well why can't scotty pick first he's ranked higher well, he's, uh, he's got the higher rank. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. No, I'm thinking. Actually, this is going to go to the fifties. Is if, uh, if Adam rolls here, <laughs> I'm going to roll a regular dice. Oh, and uh, uh, Scott Barber will be uh, odds, and Kate will be evens, an and it's guy. number one. So Scott Barber gets to pick first. All right. Um, let's go TV. The decade is the two thousands. All right, and Pate, what category would you like? Horrible defensive idea, but I'm going fashion. And it's the 60s. All right, gentlemen, so based on 2000s TV and 60s fashion, go ahead and write down your bids. I'm in. Okay. (laughs) The excitement in Pate's voice. I love it every time. (laughs) All right, here is your 2000s TV question. What Canadian mockumentary series that began airing in 2001 as a continuation of a 1999 film of the same name follows the misadventures of a group of mobile home residents? And your 60s fashion question is brought to you by Kellum Sowers. Thank you, Kellum. Hmm. This company, founded just before the 1860s, found major success in the 1960s in part to a patented copper rivet. It later became embroiled in the labor scandal in the 1990s. While our contestants are thinking about their answers, I am going to implore you guys, if you're comic book fans, go check out Comics Underground. It's a podcast John did uh, a bit ago, and uh, it's very good stuff. I mean, it's fun comic talk, and uh, yeah, it's on the Beef Up Network. 
I assume you know that because we always plug something <laughs> on the Beef Up Network. So if you don't know that by now, I don't think you've been listening to our show. I'm locked in whenever you. I'm good. All right. Well, let's find out uh, what y'all put for the answers. Uh, Scott. Well, for the uh, TV, I'm hoping that this is right, that it's uh, Trailer Park Boys. And for fashion, I had uh, Levi's. All right. And Pete. No clue on TV and for fashion, Levi's. All right. Well, let's find out the answers to the question. Uh, starting in fashion, the company founded in the 1860s was indeed the Levi Strauss Company. And for 2000s TV, the Canadian mockumentary series was the Trailer Park Boys. So it's going to come down to bids here. Pate, what did you bid? Zero. And Mr. Too Hottie Barber, what did you bid? I put 40. All right. Adam, mathematize. Let us know what the final score is. All right. Well, with his uh, bold wagering, Scotty Too Hottie ends the day with 80. And he is going to continue on. By beating Pate, who got 40. Uh, gentlemen, that was a entertaining game, to say the least. Uh. <laughs> oh, and, my gosh, uh, that was brutal. We are going to have us a, uh, a repeat from last year, a rematch, if you will, uh, because Scott Barber will be taking on Will Gilbert in the next round of the oh, tournament. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Can I redo my wager? <laughs> <laughs> Can I redo uh, my answer so I can miss both of them? <laughs> Scott, we're looking forward to uh, that oh, one. Uh, oh. The more you whine about it. Oh, uh, Will's Pate so under- tough. Gosh. You beat him last year. No, I got lucky last year, man. I mean, <laughs> that's going to be brutal. Okay. All um, right, Pate, uh, thank you so much. Unfortunately, that is the end of your tournament run, sir. The Now is your time. Uh, to curse Adam's dice or whatever you I No, it wasn't the dice. I mean, I took a gamble that we'd get a fashion question neither one of us would know, not Levi's. I mean, it's just how the dice how the dice rolls. And it, for the mm-hmm. first 20 rolls, that dice was a a-hole. <laughs> hey, Pate, if it makes you feel any better, I hated them worse than you did. I mean, you know, it's just how it worked out. So, I mean, I was just playing defense and hoping we can go to one one question and, you know, get lucky on the backside of it. Cause I, was, I, was, that was yeah. really, I mean, answering both those questions are, you know, I'd never watched Trailer Park Boys or anything like that. But I do appreciate it. All right. Thank you again, gentlemen. Well, that's Adam and I'm John. This was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast, or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head to head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. We wrestled the demon Pazuzu in The Exorcist. Your mother is in here, Karis. Would you like to leave a message? I'll see that she gets it. We hooked the fisherman killer, Ben Willis, and I know what you did last summer. Oh, you got a letter? I got run over, Helen gets her hair chopped off, Julie gets a body in her trunk, and you get a letter. That's balanced. 
We survived a summer away with the angel of death, Angela Baker, in sleepaway camp. Look what I did. I packed you and your cousin some goodies for the ride up to camp. Wasn't that nice of me, hmm? But we ain't seen nothing yet. Join Alex and Dean of the Return Revenge Resurrection Podcast as we go toe-to-toe with the ever-resourceful Michael Myers. I shot him six times! Be there as we discuss the Halloween franchise in its entirety, from John Carpenter's beloved 1978 classic to David Gordon Green's epic forthcoming finale. I shot him in the heart! We cover it all. The good, the bad, and the bloody. Return Revenge Resurrection, a podcast that slashes its way through horror movie franchises. You don't know what death is. New episodes every Thursday, available wherever podcasts are found. I told everyone!